welcome back to Noah's Window. Today I thought we'd go back to the Old Testament, to the book of Deuteronomy, which again, we've talked about this before, but this is Moses talking to the generation that's about to go into the promised land. So he's reviewing things with them. He's going over how they should live. He's going over their relationship with God and um, actually gives a lot of prophecies of things that are gonna happen far into the future. It's one of the reasons I really love Deuteronomy. I There's love this book. so much in Deuteronomy. So as Moses is talking to this generation, they're getting ready to go over in, in chapter four, we're gonna jump in in verse six, where Moses says to them, obey them completely, the decrees that God has given you, and you will display your wisdom and intelligence among the surrounding nations. Um, and then he goes on in verse seven to say, for what great nation has a God as near to them as the Lord our God is near to us whenever we call on him. So it, putting this in kind of modern terms, when I was reading this passage, I saw that Moses is saying to them, there's two things that the surrounding nations are gonna notice about you. So he's saying, first of all, that living the life the way, living your life the way God has instructed you to live it is gonna show wisdom and intelligence. You're gonna, you're gonna look really smart because the way God tells you to live works. And then the second thing is that there is no other God. Well, we know there's no other God anyway, but right. there, none of all these nations had idols that they pray to but he says there is no other god they're going to see that there is no other god that uh, is near and listens when we call on him well you know when we read these laws that that existed in the old testament under the old covenant uh, it's important that we understand there are several categories of laws mm -hmm. there were there were the spiritual laws that still apply to us today you know about obeying god not, not you know not disobeying him worshiping God, you know, not harming others. Those are spiritual laws. And there were hygienic laws. Mm -hmm. um, and then there it's were the laws about government, yeah, yeah and how, mm -hmm. how the government would function. Well, the pagan nations didn't have these laws. No. And they depended on, as you pointed out, we were talking about this earlier, they depended on superstitious mm -hmm. views. And, and other than that, it was every man for himself. It, yeah, it sure was. Mm -hmm. and, and so it was a very horrible culture. But but God, as you pointed out, is saying to the people of Israel through Moses, if you obey me, you're going to look so wise mm -hmm. to the rest of the world that in God's way of looking at it, it would be that the, the rest of the world would say, what kind of God do they have? So in other words, by the wisdom that God's people lived under, people without God would be drawn to God. And, and I think there's a real big lesson for us today there. Yeah, so it, as the lost world is looking at us, we want them to see us living out how God has instructed us to live in a way that that honors others, honors God, because we know that is a way that works. And That's it. I mean, yes. if, if we were to take this whole Noah's window and put it in one sentence to me it would be God's ways work mm -hmm. and that's very personal for me uh, because I, rel I realize I'm speaking to a generation I believe we're in the last days we're, we're, we're we're dealing with a generation that's very much like God talks about when he talks about these pagan nations. I, I'm not smart enough to be uh, an expert on sociology, but sociologists believe that there are three main eras of time. There's the pre-modern, the modern, and post-modern. Pre-modern is from the beginning of man until the Industrial Revolution. And the premise, the main premise of pre-modern man was that there was some kind of answer to life, but a higher power was going to reveal it to us. And then when the Industrial Revolution came along and the explosion of scientific knowledge, there were those who said, well, we're not going to get the meaning to life from a higher power. Science is going to give it mm -hmm. to us. But by the time you get to the 60s, the 1960s, uh, it was clear that science had not given us the meaning of life, 
we had the nuclear arsenals in the world to blow the world up multiple times. And so we entered what sociologists call the postmodern era. Postmodern era says there's not really an answer to life. Your answer is your answer, my answer is my answer. Well, I realize any time that I step up to speak, I'm speaking into a postmodern culture. And so what I recognize is although modern people can believe that all belief systems are morally equivalent, not everything works. And so when I step up to speak, I always kind of keep that in my Mm -hmm. metaphorical hip pocket because I recognize there are a lot of people doing a lot of things that they think are okay but they don't work. Mm. God's ways always work. So, um, you know, if you ever listen to a lot of my sermons at New Spring, a lot of times I'll talk about how things don't work, Mm. how there's sort of a dysfunction that we can all agree upon, but then I can go to the Word of God and say, but this would work. And there's a reason why this works. There's a God behind it. So living our life in a way that honors God and following how He's told us to live, it should look attractive to the outside world. because it works and because they see our relationship with God. Okay, I got I to take you to a challenging place, but mm-hmm. I want to get your, your take on this. When people who follow God or, or know God, when they live according to the ways of the world, wouldn't that be confusing to the people yes, in the world? Absolutely. Because they like wouldn't, see, no the, they wouldn't yeah. see the wisdom right. of us obeying God. Mm-hmm. And yet we would be saying we we obey the truth or we know the true God. I, I would mm-hmm. I would think that would be confusing. You know, that reminds me of that that and we just read this when we were reading through the gospel. I think it's in Luke the other day. It reminds me of that old song we sang when we were little kids, having a light but hiding it under a bushel. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and I think there are some um, uh, uh, secret Christians because they're afraid of the culture, and so they just go with the flow. And yes, I think it is very confusing to the lost world. They should see a difference in us, not a weirdness necessarily. No. But they should see that we live our life differently, that we love our enemies, that we honor God, that we care about others, um, and that we even love, you know, in difficult situations that we're willing to do the right thing. There have been so many thousands of stories that we've heard even here in New Spring about people who ultimately receive Christ watching the life of a believer, mm-hmm. and this believer never knew it because this person might make fun of them. Right. And they're thinking, wow, you know, they think I'm a freak or they think I'm crazy. And then later on, when the person who was watching them accepted Christ and was giving their testimony, they were saying, you know, I was paying attention all that time to what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Your life was different. And I, even though I made fun of you, I wanted what you have. And I remember, you know, back in, the, in our early years of our marriage when I was working in secular environments, I remember people that would give me a hard time about my life but you know what when they got in trouble when they had difficulties and burdens they would come to me and ask me to pray for them and to give them counsel so um the lost world may you know make a fuss over you in a negative way but they're watching and they're listening and just it reminds me to remember every day that i'm an ambassador right and that the lord wants to use me and it really does put a different spin on obeying god because it's not just rule boxes to check Mm -hmm. off it is living according to God's commands in such a way that wisdom can be displayed mm. by our lives. And, and what a comfort that even the lost world can see that God is near to us. When, when other people can see yeah. God work in their life, what a great testimony. And we are watching God do amazing things, yeah. uh, not just here at New Spring, but around the world. That's and right. so God is at work. So um, I hope that encourages your heart this morning. And as we close out, 
Uh, we're going to have prayer in just a moment, but since this is going to air on Friday, you want to talk about the weekend? Well, this is the last weekend of our series, uh, Coffee with Jesus. And if you uh, have been with us in the series, you know that we always have a video of a modern person who is living in a modern scenario, something that a uh, person in Jesus' lifetime lived. And we're drawing those parallels. Well, I got to tell you, this weekend's message, the last message in Coffee with Jesus, this is the most modern person. This is the most typical American mm -hmm. uh, that yeah, we're going yeah. to see. It is Palm Sunday, and we're also drawing a story out of the crucifixion of Jesus. So it's going to be a very special So you don't want to miss it. And so we'll look forward to seeing you there. Or if you can't be with us here in person, I know a lot of you are in outlying areas, and you can join us online at newspring.org. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there and then also again next, next uh, week here on Noah's Window. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's pray. Father God, we ask for your grace and help. And remind us how important it is to obey you, not just to, so that in our own lives we're obedient. That's important enough. But Lord, help us to obey you so that we'll be a demonstration of your wisdom to those who don't know you yet. We Thank you and praise you for all that you do in our lives. We pray for this coming weekend at New Spring and every church that's preaching the word of God around the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Look forward to seeing you next week. That's right. We'll see you very soon. God bless.